It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew. Mo. Yo. Moo Cow Rich. Bringing the bull. Back this week. The Danny Vasquez. El guy, what up? So, so Danny, where you been? Florida. <laughs> did, did we lose him already? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking muted it and then forgot to hit the button. <laughs> I, uh, my dad had some health issues, so I was actually in Chattanooga, Tennessee for a little while. Um, and I just had to take care of that. So that's kind of what I'm doing. It's legit. Hope he's doing well. He had eye surgery today, and he has to be facing down for the next two weeks. Uh, so it's it sucks, but he'll be all right. He's alive for now. Hmm. Wish him the best, man. True that. I, how y'all doing? So one of the questions, you know, when I put out, do we have questions? VQ was obviously worried about your well-being and was wondering if you were going to be on the podcast this week, so I'm sure he'll be happy. Yeah, what up, uh, VQ? <laughs> <laughs> ATL guys? <laughs> I'm back, <laughs> I guess. Man. Thanks. It's one of our more common questions. Is Where's Danny and what's he going to do next? Those yeah. are they, they come up right. with yeah. Nobody gives a fuck about the rest of us. Probably the only reason people listen to us at this point. People still listen? That's cool. <laughs> Just for the first couple Not minutes bad, right? to see if you're on. <laughs> <laughs> at, at least be cute. For that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So we did have a, a question we can kick it off with. I think it'll be kind of funny. Uh, our buddy Yogi1966 wanted to know... What would your last meal be if you if you got to pick it? You know, a lot of people don't get to pick. Mm. Huh. Um, a steak that I that I get to cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have to go with steak too. Steak, mashed potatoes, corn. Maybe some broccoli, something like that, and shit ton of bread and oil. Yeah, good dessert too to go with it. I'd force it mm-hmm. in. Yeah, I'd want uh, Detroit style pepperoni pizza. Detroit. Really swinging for the fences there. What is uh? Dude, what is that's Det- my favorite Detroit style. Detroit style is like a thicker crust, not as thick as like Chicago deep dish. Yeah, but it's, it's fairly thick, and then the cheese that's on top is is uh, as thick as the crust. And then they put, and then well, like let's say you got pepperoni, the pepperoni would like go under the 
like go under the cheese also, I think. Oh, no, it, the pepperoni goes on top, then the sauce goes on top. Um, it's just, just phenomenal. They've actually won some of those pizza, like, like uh, you know, have like the worldwide world pizza championships where it's like New York, Chicago, and Detroit. Detroit's actually won a couple in the last couple of years. So there's this place in Austin called Via 313 that is the tit. It was probably, it was, it was better than the Detroit pizza I had in Detroit. It was, it was so good. But yeah, that's, that's my favorite thing. Fuck it. I don't give a, I don't care about the price. I want one of those and a, and a Yoo-Hoo. And Ooh, you yeah. Hoo. See where I'm going? Yeah. Uh, a Nutty Buddy ice cream. I, just want, I want all my favorite things. I guess if you're, no, if Red it's Bull. your last meal. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, Red Bull. If, if it's your last meal, you don't have to worry about the fact that you're not going to shit for a week after you eat that. Actually, depending on how I'm going to get killed, I could instantly shit. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> there it is. This question reminded me of uh, of a guy in, in Texas who was on death row. Have you guys read about this? He got all the last meals canceled because he ordered so much food and didn't eat it. <laughs> nice. It's taxpayer money. Exactly. Yeah, so they stopped offering people last meals here to just piles and piles of food and then ate none of it that's that well that sounds like it's the uh people that are providing its fault they should have been like all right yeah you get, for sure you get one meal you don't get <laughs> meal for 50 mm-hmm. yeah they should have just taken them to like golden corral like here you go bro go go nuts no oh, man, that's that's everybody's last meal if you eat at that place. <laughs> well, whatever they would have figured it out for like twenty bucks. That's true. <laughs> There's no electric chair. You just go to the fucking Golden Corral. We yeah, eat there for half an hour and it takes care of itself. What would right. be your meal, Cal? I'd probably be some big ass cheeseburger and probably a milkshake of some kind and some fries and stuff. You know, just classic fattening American meal. Mm. Right. Probably right. some beer I wanna, too. I beer. American Bald Eagle Burger. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah, something like really illegal. Like I want. <laughs> I want the meat from the last guy that was electric chaired. <laughs> <laughs> you probably want the meat from the guy. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from the guy up next. Yeah. <laughs> Two birds, one stone. Right. Save some money. <laughs> Yikes! Oh, wow. Do so so like. I, came back. I know this is hypothetical. I know this is hypothetical, but does anybody like in in prison? Do they do they have to order like off a menu? <laughs> right. Yeah. Or is it? It can't be literally whatever they want, right? I mean, it's got to be. They've got a yeah, steak option, right, a burger well, option. Like if uh, you're in uh, if you're in Texas, you're like, well, I want I want uh, Gino steak. Uh, yeah, steak sandwich from Philly. Like, like no, bro. I make you a Philly. Yeah. Or it's probably like, sorry, yeah. Flo in the kitchen doesn't know how to make that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we can talk to anybody that's had their last meal, they want to let us know. <laughs> if you are a current death row inmate, please give us a call for next week's show. There are people that have had se- several last meals because they uh, got pardoned and stuff, or they got. Uh, What's that called? Uh, 
Like it's been postponed. Um, I can't think of what that's called, oh, but right, like a state yeah. of execution. Yeah, state yeah, execution. yeah. Well, then their cow's theory of not being able to shit for a week would then Ooh. present an issue. Yeah, <laughs> I really stuck it to him and myself, <laughs> and all over the toilet. How about your bunk mate? <laughs> no, no I'm, that's the thing on death row. You oh, you're, don't have one. you're solo, aren't you? You're all. What luxury! <laughs> well, they say that they say that like death row is like the chillest part of the prison. Like everybody just kind of like chills and like leave everybody alone. They get to do whatever they want. Really, they're in their own section. I mean, you're gonna die, but you could also be on death row for like 15, 20 years, right? So yeah. You guys ever see? Uh... What's that movie, uh, Law Abiding Citizen, with uh, Jamie Foxx and Gerard Butler? Yeah. yeah, it was yeah, great. Remember, remember his meal? <laughs> Got it delivered to his cell. He fucking poke kill, ended up killing his. Uh... Oh yeah, he ordered a T-bone and then he yeah he cleaned off the bone. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in case you haven't seen that movie. And honestly, if you haven't seen that movie by now, you deserve to have it spoiled. That was a great movie. Yeah. <sighs> what, kind what else of, we got? What kind Cal? of topics, Cal? What do we got this week? Uh, we had a, a question from a couple of weeks ago that we hadn't gotten to yet. Uh, the one where we were going to, you know, what, what is this whole thing about? Cigar companies saying their tobacco is double fermented or triple fermented. What does that mean? <laughs> okay. And we kind of been punting on it because we weren't 100% sure what the hell that was. So basically, there's two different ways, depending if you're doing it with filler or wrapper. Okay. Filler, it's basically you age it, you devein it, and if you want to put it back, back into bulk, to let it, you know, in, in pads, to let it sit for a little bit longer, you know, that's basically double fermentation if you want to consider that double fermentation. In reality, it's probably single fermentation because it means they didn't let it sit long enough before they deveined it, right? So <laughs> it just depends, you know, people are going to spin stuff the way they want. In terms of wrapper, again, just once it's fermented, you might put it back in bulk for another six to eight months. Um, the risk you run there is if you, it will lose elasticity, which obviously is not good if you're using it for wrapper. And it could lose some of the oils and, and honestly affect the flavor of the cigar if it's not done properly, right? So I don't really know. If I'd be selling people on my stuff being double fermented, but it sounds cool, but not something that I think is maybe what people think it is. You could also get it theoretically if you were to ferment your tobacco and then barrel age it, right? You could get sure. it that way too. Absolutely. That, like we talked about, that would be like a form of double fermentation where you're fermenting it and then you're taking it once you get it prepared back into fermentation in something different, right? In a barrel or whatever the fuck. So 
don't know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. If if you're <laughs> but if your marketing consists of saying, "Hey, this is double fermented," like, okay, and like so what? Right. It's not, yeah. <laughs> like you really shouldn't have to, but okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like my butane says it's like filtered four or five times right and that's probably a good thing but if my tobacco is fermented four or five times something was probably wrong somewhere in that process you know not necessarily listen man no, there's yeah. like there, it's yeah, not necessarily wrong it's just different methods everybody has their own methods like not that's not something like noxa does for example but maybe somebody else does i mean dude they used to fucking if you want to call it double ferment in Cuba, they used to wrap it around, uh, you know, palm trees, like the bottom of palm trees, and let the tobacco sit, right? I mean, whatever. It just depends on what your what your style is, I guess. Right. right. So, I don't know. There we go. There we go. <clears throat> Victory is on ours. The, on the flip side, if people don't know, and I think I mentioned this on the show before, but like, like Ecuadorian Connecticut doesn't even get fermented because mm. it's so, so thin. So there's like, oh yeah, you got double fermented. I got zero fermented. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're talking, if you want to, if you want to talk about the terrible yeah. marketing ideas. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unfermented. Um, and and anybody like, if you go to a factory and and then you tell like the people rolling like yeah we're gonna use a connecticut broadleaf wrapper that everybody loves people are like fuck <laughs> you know because that's a very hard wrapper to work with okay it's not super elastic right so it's just kind of you know it's funny i i think there's i i don't like when people play on other people's lack of maybe awareness or whatever to pump something as being different or unique, right? Not cool. So, anyway. Do rollers still mostly get paid as, like, piecework, like, number of cigars that they roll? Depends by factory. In one of the factories I've been in, yes, and in the other, no. Fair enough. I don't cool. know how... I mean, yeah, I don't know how what Danny's experience is with Warora or Nika Swing. Yeah, both. I've seen, I've seen in both ways. I think that uh, I don't know. Sometimes paying by the piece creates issues. Mm-hmm. Like, like if I to open up my own factory, I'd like to be like, hey, you know, here are your quotas. You're going to make X amount of dollars. You just got to hit your quotas. But if you got somebody that's like, hey, you're going to make fifty cents a cigar, which I know that's not it, but I'm just saying. You know, they're like, well, I'm going to bust out 4,000 cigars today. <laughs> it's right. like, it's like, whoa, relax. Right. Guess so, what happens to your quality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So unless you got really good supervision over it, but still. Yeah. The quota system was a big deal for the history of tobacco rolling in the United States too, with, you know, the more cigars you make, the, the more money you make, obviously. Right. But uh, for the people who are doing the piecework, then if the factory gave them subpar tobacco, they would just strike because they're like, we're not making any money. Fuck you. Yeah. So pretty rough. Yeah. Historian. I yeah. mean, we can go history if you want. 
I don't, my, one of my the most fascinating things about tobacco history is that it was used for money. I think that is the coolest fucking thing. Like, and it was considered sound money, like because of its intrinsic value and all of that, and what it could be used for. I think that's so freaking cool, man. Yeah, after the last show, we started talking about the Parsons cause. You want to get into that this week a little bit? I mean, it's up to these guys. Uh, Drew's probably sleeping, and Danny, I, uh, he might be too. <laughs> you guys want three, <laughs> well, three minutes of nerding? I didn't hear the discussion. Let's hear it. I didn't hear the discussion. All right. You can tell me if it's stupid, but I'll go quick. It's stupid. All it's right, stupid, so in, but go ahead. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I appreciate you too. You're, you're wonderful friends and human beings. In Virginia, in the... The 1740s, uh, the clergy were paid 16,000 pounds of tobacco per year, right? That was their salary. And they got to do whatever they wanted with that, so they would sell it. Uh, one of the interesting things about tobacco is that the price fluctuated a lot depending on the quality of the crop, right? Good crop year, there's a lot of it, not worth as much per pound, uh, and vice versa. So 1758 rolls around. They have an, a really, really terrible crop year. So the price of tobacco goes to six cents per pound up from two cents per pound. So Damn. suddenly the clergy have three times the salary that they previously had. And they're like, fuck yeah, man. Uh, in response, the Virginia legislature turns around and says, you know what? All of the debts that are owed in tobacco can be paid off at two cents a pound. Fuck your six cents a pound. Um, so obviously the clergy were upset by this and they uh, they actually – we were a colony at the time. We weren't a real country. So they went to the king and got this whole thing vetoed, right? Nope, you can't do that. Uh, so the whole thing ends up in court, obviously, because that's where it would end up. And uh, the court says, okay, fine, the, the clergy have a case, right? They need to get paid for this. They go to a jury to determine how much the clergy get paid for their tobacco here. As, as a response for this whole mess. And uh, the lawyer convinces everybody in the courtroom that uh, a king who makes unjust laws is just a tyrant and he shouldn't be the king and we shouldn't listen to him. And the jury finds that this is true. They award the clergy one cent damages total. Uh, that lawyer was Patrick Henry, who then went on to say to be the guy who, uh, who said, give me liberty or give me death and was involved in the American Revolution. Well, Welcome to your that? three minutes of nerdery. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> that was cool. If you're nerdy, I like I like. So, I mean, if you look at it, the history of, of tobacco in America is just the history of America. Yeah. All along the way. That was one of the biggest precursors to the American Revolution t taking real hold. I mean, well, they basically said in a court of law that the king shouldn't be the king. Fucking crazy. Yep. Uh, we got one more tobacco question. I'm going to kick it to you guys on this one. Boom, get it. Uh, from, from our buddy Tyler. His question was, is it false advertising to say you have a Cameroon cigar when the wrapper isn't grown in Cameroon? If it's not grown in Cameroon, then it's Sumatra. I'm honestly not sure how to answer that because I, I'd use the example of Connecticut 
and was told that that's different. So I'm really not sure how to answer that. Well, it's, I guess, I mean, it's somewhat deceiving, right? I mean, unless you say, I mean, if you're saying it's, uh, you know, Ecuadorian or, you know, Cameroon, but then that doesn't make sense. So on one, on one hand, sure, I guess. Um, hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would say so, you know, like if, if it's not coming from Africa and you're saying, Hey, this is Cameroon. It's not really Cameroon. Uh, because I think he also mentioned, you know, there, it's not necessarily a seed, right? So it's like, yeah, I'd say you're, you're being misleading. Uh, well, you know what? What's funny is like, if you do it and you say Cameroon and it's, and it's fairly inexpensive cigar, then, you know, then it's whatever. But if you're charging African Cameroon prices for non-African Cameroon, then, then it's a I don't know. He's talking. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not really sure what what he's referring to. As a point of reference, I guess. There was a company, at least one, that put out uh, Cameroon grown in Honduras. Oh, Honduras. Yeah, that's hmm. yeah I said Ecuador, but I I meant Honduras. So. True. I have no fucking clue. Judge, judge is true. Judges. <laughs> well, you guys are on the consumer side more more than me, anyway, right? So, like, if you, if someone said, "Hey, this, this is a, a Cameroon or whatever," and you're like, "Oh, I've smoked this Cameroon. I've smoked that Cameroon. Maybe I'll like this one. Let me try it." Like, oh, it's a little different, but you know, you know, I don't know. It's like, like this is like the same African Cameroon. It's like, well, no, it's not African. It's it's Honduran Cameroon. You're like, oh. Like, how would you, I mean, you guys are consumers and nerdy enough, right? So, you know, how would you feel if you bought a Cameroon cigar that wasn't African Cameroon, but they didn't tell you it wasn't African? How many actually are, though? I mean, that's a great question. That's a great question. Um, I don't know. You know, it's funny. When I was, when I was growing, people asked me, it's like, hey, I don't, I don't think that's a real African Cameroon. I'm like, look at I don't know what to tell you. Um, I can only go off of what I'm told, but you know, it's like, how, how would you know? Or how, how do you not, how do you not, how do you not know? Right. Like, I, I don't know. So like, dude, I think people just make shit up as they go along. It's part of it. <sighs> I guess I would answer with, with some potential nuance, right. Is if you take, if you take tobacco and you grow it in a place for long enough and you've made hybrid plants that are grown for that area, I don't really care what the seed was originally. At some point you've kind of changed it. Right. So at that point you could say you have like Cameroon seed, just like people say they have Cuban seed tobacco. And I think that would be potentially reasonable. I mean, that's just how plants work, right? Like you look at all the vegetables we eat, they they were not like that before. They change over time in a place. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. I don't know. That's not what was done, but 
<laughs> I'd be cool with it. <laughs> right. Yeah, this just got way too nerdy. Drew, when's the, uh, <laughs> when's the Halloween party, man? On Halloween. It's actually on Halloween? <laughs> yes, sir. Do people have a Halloween party actually on Halloween? This year it's on a Saturday. is your chance. Yeah, it's on a Saturday this year. We were decorating in the house right now because tomorrow is my five-year-old's birthday. She'll actually be six years old tomorrow. So we always do a Halloween-themed birthday for her. And she fucking loves it. So that's what I was doing before cold. Nice. <laughs> you guys are so out of it. Drew, what? is it a big is it a big birthday deal? I mean, birthday uh, Halloween deal. You guys do your big like a big Halloween birthday Halloween party. Yeah, we normally um, it's the wife's big holiday, so she sets up. Um, oh, we've had like a haunted house as you kind of enter the the house. Um, we've just had decorations everywhere. Um, I mean, shit jump out at you as you're coming in the door and then a uh, big party. I mean, last year we had, uh, I don't know, 40, 50 people here. So, nice. uh, it, it probably won't be that this year. We're looking at like 10 or 12, but <laughs> With the same enthusiasm. So it's good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. You got to maintain that. The neighborhood I'm in, like the homeowners association said, you know, that there shouldn't be any trick-or-treating. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, one, how are you going to tell me not to do trick-or-treating? Fuck that. But I guess there's enough people scared in, in the neighborhood that they're not going to want to do it. The, the do they allow inflatable decorations? Yeah, believe it or not. Uh, oh. but, like, you can't... Uh, like you, it has to be within reason, right? Like you can't put your Halloween decorations up in July or August, or you can't keep. Yeah. You can't still have your Christmas decorations in February. Because <laughs> they're like, hey, you gotta get that shit out. I think that uh, I think this year I'm just gonna put the candy outside, and if anybody comes by, they could just grab it from the bowl. Dude, I think that's the way to go. I mean, yeah. Worst case is still no, let people celebrate it that want to, and right. You get the satisfaction. So two kids are going to get all your candy. Still, <laughs> <laughs> at least yeah, somebody's cool. happy. Yeah, at least right. At least yeah, somebody's yeah. getting it. You could put the empty bowl and say, "Stop!" Are you? You know, empty. Like, oh, I guess somebody took it all. <laughs> we'll we'll be giving out candy as well. The uh, the wife decided this year. She wanted to give out full candy bars. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> that baller house. popular house, yeah. Well, I mean, you're probably going to get a lot less people, right? Probably. Are, oh yeah, probably. Do you guys do the uh, like beer beers and stuff for our hard apple cider and shit for the for the adults? Oh, we will for like, sure. Um, well, because you're having a party. Yes, at the same but, time. So. Right. Right. No, it's, yeah, I love houses like that. Like, oh, candy for kids. I got the big ones for the adults and then, like, beer and all that shit for the adults. Like, oh, yeah. So. Yeah, this year for sure. That's I guess a- if you if you did want to keep your distance, the big candy bars are easier to th- throw, like, really far. Toss them out there. <laughs> <laughs> Catch it, motherfucker. 
It was like 40 bucks. Went to Sam's and just picked up, you know, the big case of them. You can spend more than that on those bags of candy. Mm-hmm. And you get that's true. You get some good shit and a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cigar sampler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is. <laughs> Here's your snack. You bought the one. You, and you gotta have like you, fucking candy corn. Yes, with it. you got the bag of of whatever, and it came with one good thing in it, and that's why you bought it, and all the other bullshit that came with it. So, speaking of bullshit. <laughs> We're not yes, going Mo? to let oh. we're not going to let Danny off scot free. What the Danny fuck? Danny during the Buccaneers Bears game completely <laughs> disappeared. I mean, wasn't responding to taunts. He wasn't having any part of it. Dude. Fast forward, and the Bucks <laughs> are kicking the Packers' ass, and he's shit talking Muka. I, look, that's a gross violation of sports. That's unsportsman's like unsportsman like conduct, Ladaniel. This needs to be addressed in a public forum. Right? I think we, we can also be fair about it too, though, right? Like, I I was giving him shit about his team losing until he was beating my team, and I wasn't even watching right. the game. Yeah, you see exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. <laughs> Mo, you didn't say anything to me really about the Bears, but no, I alone. Yeah. But let's also so be fair. I'm, I'm not a sports fan, so that's right. that's your problem. But on the flip side, the Bucks had a terrible game against the Bears. They had like 700 penalties or something. I, it's like the game didn't even get going, and we lost. And it was, I mean, it was a debacle. And then this week, it was like it was damn near a perfect game. Zero penalties, playing one of the best teams in the league that was undefeated. And everything, I mean, literally everything happened on the right thing for the Bucks. I mean, Gronk scored a touchdown finally for the first time in like two years. Like, I mean, everything. Within. Believe me, I was happy. Yeah. I was cheering them on with you. <laughs> but on this, well, it's funny. This week I was going for the Bears because they were playing, uh, they played uh, fucking the other team in the NFC. Who they play? Carolina. Uh, Carolina. So I was. You know, I need I need Carolina to lose. So, so speaking yeah. of some Tampa Bay love, definitely pulling for the Rays in the in the yeah. World Series. Can't wait. Um, I Who mean, if playing you were, the Dodgers. Dodgers. Oh, okay. So that's why Miami played the Lakers, and now Tampa's playing the Dodgers, like Florida versus California. Anyway, go ahead, sorry. No, I was gonna say it's like Patina versus General Cigar. So I'm gonna be. For, for Tampa, uh, I want to see them win. That'd be awesome. Well, I just I mean, what you're saying there is Patina is a better company, better all around, and it's just General just has more money and bigger yes. market. And right, right, but right. Nobody likes to fucking fuck the Dodgers. Fuck the Dodgers uh, is right. Well, you know, so so the the Lightning, the Lightning won the the Stanley Cup. So I'm hoping that gives us some good juju and, and getting in there. But I think the Lakers just won their championship, so maybe on that side. Um, and it's gonna be it's gonna be phenomenal. Yeah, I wanted the I wanted the Braves. I think we matched up better against the Braves, but and the Dodgers are fucking stacked. But you know, any given Sunday, we'll see. I'm nervous. 
to be honest. When we were up three nothing against uh, the Astros and then <laughs> lost three in a row, I'm like, you motherfuckers. Uh, so, yeah, I was definitely not uh, on the best of moods uh, going into that game seven. I needed it. My dad is pulling for him. Like, are you being here? Like, just everybody, you'll see everybody in the Rays jerseys, which I think is really cool. So, I don't know. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what else is up? <sighs> you're still, you're still a fair weather shit talker, though. That's all he's saying. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome to shit talkers. <laughs> I know, I know my place. When when the when your team's getting stomped, you just sit there in the corner. You take the stomping. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, did you guys see? Um, did you guys see that reporter who? <laughs> Some took, people did. Took out his genitals <laughs> on a Zoom call. Uh, Kyle, was it by accident and didn't realize? I didn't get a chance to read the article, but did he do it by accident and didn't realize his camera was on, or did he do it on purpose, like a total meltdown moment? I mean, he said he did it on accident, but I don't, I, I don't know. There's nobody who's corroborated anything. He was like, I didn't know my camera was on. My bad. <laughs> Which I can kind of see it, but at the same time, you're, sure. you're on a fucking work call, dude. Like, right. put your, your dick away. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was funny. I was going to have that as the Judge Drew for the week. Well, why don't we go ahead, Drew? What are your thoughts on that? I didn't see it. What happened? I mean, he pretty much said it. Uh, A guy who is like a, a moderately famous reporter was on a Zoom call for work. And he took his dick out of his pants. <laughs> it was on the call. And he got suspended, obviously. And now he's saying that uh, it was an accident and that he didn't know. Well, it wasn't an accident that he took it out, obviously, because that would be stupid. But he was saying he didn't know his camera was on. He thought he had shut the camera off. He didn't say why he had his dick out. Yeah, that's that's my question. <laughs> yeah, no, un- unknown. Like, was it like some weird itch? Or I, I don't know. I've So... I haven't done a lot of Zoom calls, but I've done a lot of podcasting here. And I I don't think I've ever done that. <laughs> I mean... What about if Dave West had his <laughs> camera on while we were podcasting? Yeah, that would be dangerous. But he, pod, he, he, he podcasts naked, and he's, he's uh, said that he does that. So that wouldn't be a shocker if the video kicked on and you saw <laughs> all of Dave West. <laughs> <laughs> that's true but uh i mean in a uh like a work environment <laughs> i've never felt the need to to whip things out and uh camera on or off <laughs> i've never uh <laughs> i don't even know the reasoning why you would i mean you that urge yeah <laughs> that that's the only reason you're pulling your dick out <laughs> <laughs> There's no other reason to do that. Ever, <laughs> maybe he was right? like, maybe he was like getting sick of what somebody was saying. He's like, oh yeah, well I'm not gonna fucking pay attention to this anymore or whatever. And uh, yeah, whoops. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, what would what would even 
I don't know. It's not like he stood up and just didn't have pants on, right? Because I could see, I, I could understand like that too. It sounded like he like stood up and like whipped it out. From what That's you're what telling it me, like. okay. Because I could understand him sitting there like a t-shirt on, no pants, and he's doing the interview or whatever he's doing, and he forgets that it's on, and he stands up and schwanzes out. But <laughs> dude, there's no need to ever whip it out unless you're ready to use it. <laughs> he should have been like, he should have been like, man, I, I'm tr- I was trying to type faster, so I needed, <laughs> I needed a, an extra limb, I needed an extra, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm surprised he's only suspended. I mean, I guess it was just a meeting and it wasn't live on TV. But at the same time, it's like, dude, yeah. But you know, I think that's step one, right? Suspend pending investigation. Yeah, uh, but I'm sure there's people that are on the call that are now emotionally distraught for the rest of their lives because this guy did it. You know, you they know, need, oh, they need money. Place. They are. They need I money to feel better. Right. You, you know who I feel bad for though, in this situation, our listeners, his wife, beyond our listeners. I feel bad for them every week. Cause they're still <laughs> listening to us. No, I feel, I feel bad for that individual that has to investigate this. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's like, it's like, you ever see that Kevin Hart where his friend went up to him to tell him that he found a picture of a kid on his daughter's phone? It's like they go through this whole thing. That's exactly what's going to happen. He's like, so you're telling me there's a dick on the phone. And he's just going to go back like, so you had it out and then you stood. So, but why did you take it out? Oh, yeah, it's going to be all the same questions we had. And they're going to laugh. And they're going to tell people how it went. It was, fuck. He, he, he'll never be on TV again. No. <laughs> oh, come on, man. People have come back from way worse. That's true, but... Yeah, but those those people that have come back from way worse have, are some things that are, you know, irreplaceable or, you know, have a huge following. Whatever this guy is. Just, uh, like a reporter that's on TV every once in a while. And, uh, just, it's not... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I get it. Was I he... mean, you guys ever had an employee that did something so stupid and you were just like, why did you do something so stupid that I have to deal with this now? Well, that's that, this. That's every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was, uh, was he showing no, off? Really. I mean, was he... No. Do, do we know? I don't think we know. I mean, he wasn't like pulling the LBJ with his dick. Was was he packing some heat? <laughs> Did he do a a Louis CK or is just it was just that? No, I I think he just exposed himself. Some people do that shit. And I mean, it's that, weird. That's just trying to be rational human beings, right? He could just be some sick fuck that gets off of doing that shit. Yeah, like guys. There that, are people that do that. Guys that. Yeah, take their pants off in the car and ask somebody to come help them with directions, and all of a sudden their dick's out. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Sound like you've done this before. <laughs> no, I helped. I tried to help somebody with, to get directions. <laughs> it sounded like directions. <laughs> oh, Whoa. I thought you said directions. <laughs> I thought you called me a dictator. Sorry, I missed it. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Uh, well, he's either a complete dumbass. Well, no, he is, but or yeah. or he uh, he's got some weird fetish. Or both. Could be. <laughs> Mo, let's talk about sports some more. Yeah, right. Let's <laughs> change the topic. So here, here's a funny story to transition, and I want your guys' – so we're going to take this and, like, shit that doesn't surprise us. So there's a story from 2003, Kobe – is driving on Jordan. Jordan draws a charge from Kobe, right? And so Jordan says to him, well, everybody in the fucking building knew you weren't going to pass. <laughs> okay? So, which is a great story. I mean, you know, people like to memorialize Kobe and all of that, but during, I'll, I'll never forget, man, I was in Southern California during uh, one of the Lakers finals, and you can just, like, everybody in the thing was like, pass the damn ball, Kobe, and this and that. And so it's, like, it's kind of, like, fake for me when I see, like, a lot of these people, like, oh, man, Kobe was the shit and all this. But it's, like, I don't know, whatever. But that was my experience during that time. Um, what, like, during this time, there's been a lot of unpredictable shit, right? What are some things that you guys, like, yep, saw that coming? When, when you I, were prepared for it. Like like 30 seconds ago when I said, let's talk about sports, and I was kidding, and then I knew you were going to talk <laughs> about sports. <laughs> mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> so what do you want? <laughs> so like... <laughs> yeah, so like, forever. Like, I'm good. like, for example, uh, there are certain people that you know... Uh, mm. I don't know, like that they're just like a walking, like, like something is going to, they're going to shoot themselves in the foot or like you see somebody on the trajectory, man, that dude's going to do this. Like, like for me, I'm like, I bet Danny, when he left the Roma craft is going to come back stronger than ever. Oh, so you want things that are wrong. Is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> well, because our biggest question is fucking what's Danny doing next? So I'm just trying to bait you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about it soon, for sure. So for our eager listeners, so we can stop being asked, are you going to have an answer for uh, be, be cute? For an answer for that. Hello. Yeah. Yo, what? What do you got? Answer for what, Mo? Get an answer for what? Yeah. What, what the next steps are for for Ladan? Of course, I'm gonna have an answer. Not right. today. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I'm just asking. He it doesn't would know. Be it wouldn't be our, you know, we wouldn't be executing our fiduciary duty if we weren't <laughs> relaying the wishes of the people. Gotcha. They want to know. Keep your fiduciary duty over there. What's next <laughs> for the Danny? 
I think yeah, so you know what you got to do though is you got to tell them to listen to the Sultans every week, and you might find out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I'll put it in the press release. Listen, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. I listen, man. It's um, it's so funny because it's it hasn't even been two months, right? And uh, for me, I feel like a lot of things have happened. And like, there's a lot of things on my end and on the back end that obviously no one has seen. And, and there's a lot of like, dude, what are you doing? I was like, dude, calm down. I just left. Like, relax. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, everybody and, keeps and asking I, me about swag. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, where's my hat? You asked me, you asked me my Bro, swag. Bro, I didn't I get them yet. Well, fucking hurry up. They're in the mail. Calm down. In the mail. In the mail. Yeah. yeah. No, they're in the mail to me. I haven't yeah, got them yet. I'm holding my breath. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> Don't die. <laughs> so, I, I kind of get it. People are like, hey, dude, because it is rare for someone to leave a seemingly well-paying job in a, you know, hot brand, um... And I, you know, hey, I'm no, I'm no dummy. I know a lot of people will send it in their resume. There's a lot of guys. It's funny. I should tell you, like, I know, like, hey, I'd love to send in my resume. Uh, and I kind of find out who they were. But, you know, no one really leaves that without having something already established. And that was a lot of the feedback I got from people that were like reaching out for job offers and wanting to work right. together and whatever. Like, hey, man, I know you have to have something already, but. Um, you know, if we could talk, I'm like, actually, I don't have anything right now. I mean, I got, I got some ideas. You know, this was two months ago. I'm like, I got I got some ideas, but, um, you know, nothing official yet. And people are like, are, really? Like, you just left uh, without? I'm like, yeah, man, you know, I just like I said on the, on the podcast, like I said on my post, you know, thanks for the time. Um, and so it's funny, but really for me, it's like, oh, my God, like I, there's been so much going on. <clears throat> and but it really hasn't even been two months but i guess that's a long time nowadays in, in the social media world of the it's these covid yeah, times think, people need their uh danny social media yeah i think you know that's uh, we also got to remember that the this year that we're in calls for a little more just caution a little more setup a little more you know mm-hmm. how What's no. the best way to do things right now? Uh, how do we future-proof things? How do we, you mm-hmm. know? So there's just there's just a lot of that, and and I really had no reason to to just jump on the first offer or the fifth offer, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and uh, you know, that, that's it. You know, I, I will say this, and I'm not going to get into any details or names or anything, but the shit talking on the back end, like, hey, I know the bullshit you were going through at Roma. And I know fucking blah, blah, blah. And blah, like, whoa, I thought you were friends, right? Like, on my end, like, I thought you were aroma friendly. And and then it turns out to be like, like, oh, fuck that shit. Like, you know, I can't believe you were there that long. I was like, whoa, like, like, and then in my head, I'm like, wow, that's, that's, that's funny. But on the same end, I'm like, so you're Oof. the type of person that would talk, <laughs> or you're the, Right? right, you know where I'm going. Like you, you're the type well, of person sure. that is cool in their face, and now you're talking shit behind their back because you're trying to get me to come work for you because you think I left 
talking shit. You know what I'm saying? And so, right. uh, I'm like, oh man, dude, I appreciate it. You know, but you know, I, I got some other things. What other things working? I'm like, no fucking way. You know, dude, I, I always. I always say, man, it's like, don't be mad at the person talking shit about you. Be mad at the person that's coming and telling you, you know, because if someone's going to talk shit about you, what does it matter to you? You don't fucking know. Right. You don't care. But someone's going to come. I think that those people are more dangerous. And yeah, definitely. Like when I see people that are like two faced, that is if they're doing that to you or to somebody else, they're going to do that same shit to you, man. 100%. Well, I, I, I don't still know. I don't have a hard like, time. My, Go ahead. Yeah. Well, uh, my best friend came up to me and said, hey, you know, watch out. This dude's talking shit about you doing this. Then That's different. Yeah, it's different. Cal, what were you going to say? You probably had a better was, point than I No, it's not, not a better point. It's a sad point. I'm just continually amazed continually at how much like middle school certain parts of the cigar scene feel like oh a hundred percent it's 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 a lot of guys that just want to pretend or want to act like they have the bigger swinging dick right or 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 that you know and it's that's why whenever i find someone that is you know legit about their product or cool about about the way you know, realistic, I'm like, that's a person I'm going to attach myself to. Because I'm going to give you a perfect example. Casey Hogan from, from Crooks. Right? Him and I, on my first trade show with Roma, we were sitting there, he's like, man, this fucking trade show is just like rough and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I identify him. I'm like, dude, he was being real. Because for two days, all I heard was how people were having the most amazing trade shows. Oh, dude, we're fucking crushing it. We're killing it. I'm like, oh, cool. What number? You know, how, what have you done in sales? I'm like, oh, I'm not really sure. I'm like, I know what number we're at. <laughs> like, you, you, you get the orders, you put the orders in, the computer tells you the total. Like, how do you not know how much you've done? Because I'm like, oh, you're full of shit. That's what it is. Right. So uh, um, I, I just, like, I'll never shit talk them. I'll never push them away. But I'm also very conscious of just like, I don't know if this guy's being real or not. You know, and until I know more, you know, you're going to stay in that zone that you are over there or whatever. What's going to be funny is when this finally comes out and you tell everybody that you're working in the IT department again, and <laughs> I'll, I'll edit yeah. this out, but you're, you're just going to be in <laughs> IT and everybody's going to be disappointed. Uh, I don't know about everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. A lot, uh, a lot yeah. will be. Hey, you know, it'll be funny I, as fuck. It will be. Honestly, honestly, that shit kind of crossed my mind. You know, it's like to go, to go, just back to whatever. Um, but dude, you know, when you get when you get kind of bit or you have a passion for something and and you're good at it, you know. Oh, I feel like I'm good at. You know, what I'm saying like, I like I like what I'm doing. It's hard to leave that, right? Even though. Right away, the IT money would be would be great or better or whatever. But to help build something, um, you know, is that feeling for me? It just doesn't get any better. Right. Um, I don't know. CEO of Red Bull. That's what's coming. Oh, dude. Well, that'd be but cool. That's the thing. That's it. No, see, that's a different. So think about that. Yeah, the money is ridiculous, right? Whatever that guy makes. But he's not. You're not 
you're not building anything. You're just like maintaining it and making sure that shit doesn't go, you know, like down the drain and you hire the right people to make sure Red Bull is still cool and you got your X games and your Red Bull games and you're doing all this shit. But there's no building Red Bull. It's just it's already done, right? And that, no, that was a little at bit at some point you have to. You have to build something more on top of it or it dies. Well, that's in addition to, right? So there's no... Right, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's not from ground no, up. Right. And the, the market, like there's... It, you know, find a store that doesn't have Red Bull, right? It's like, it's super impossible now. And it's... um, uh, You know, in that, it's just kind of expanding the brand. And it's not even building the brand. It's just like expanding it into this, into that. But it's not... It's not the same. I, I enjoy how many hints people think they're going to find in that. <laughs> Funny, I was just about to say, that said, don't take anything I just said as any hint or a clue. You don't know. I don't know. No. I mean, I hope you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what... So it's interesting, going back to your uh, story about the trade show, in all, in all honesty... I wouldn't know until the end of the day when I was at the trade show. Well, that's it. That's the end of the day, right? That's, the, that's yeah. exactly when I would talk to somebody. Oh, I, I wasn't asked, yeah. not, not during. I'm talking about like at the bar at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, bro, how was your day? It was like, oh, man, I don't know, but we fucking crushed and killed it. Like, no, dude, you got to know your number. You got to know. You, you got to know. Even if you're close. You yeah. Know. Yeah, but. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. Man, this has just been a really weird year. To like, I don't, yeah. I mean, obviously, no trade show this year, but um, I like, I had all these plans for this year, and yeah, those went out the window pretty quickly, you know. And yeah. uh, it, it's just really weird. I think there's just a, a really big transition for a lot of people, man. Even outside of the cigar industry, I think it's going to be very, very interesting to see where we go from here. But I think the overall point is uh, maybe people should be less concerned with what you're doing and just more concerned with making sure they're okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, man, I, I, I love people, you know, texting me, calling me, sending messages, seeing how I'm doing. You know, it, it just shows... You know, just who cares? You know, some people, I'll be honest, I know it's just them being nosy. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna, you know, let's be real honest. And, and, and I know, I know even for a fact that, you know, Roma had no idea, like, or has, well, there, there was no real idea. I, I left, I left because I left. But, you know, uh, on some level, there's guys that are really close to them that are like, hey, bro, like, you know, what, what, what are you up to? I'm like, dude, you're just trying to report back. You know what I'm saying? And, and the truth is, the truth is I wasn't really telling, I'm not really telling anybody because it's still a kind of a process. Thing. So, um, you know, nah, I got you. So. We support you, man, regardless. I know. I know it. What else we got this week, Cal? What else we got, Cal? What else we got, Cal? <laughs> what else? <laughs> That's all I had. Fuck. All right. 
Make something up. Read uh, uh, read from your book. Which one? Any of them. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I crossed I crossed the seventy five mark on cigar and tobacco books. Damn, this week. that's awesome. Yeah, we're getting there. God, how was that one book? <laughs> the one? Which one, Danny? You're gonna have to be more specific. That one that. about cigars. Yeah. Oh, though I had I had somebody send Cow a book. He did. Yeah, it was very kind of him. I just, it was very I cool. Had it's true. I didn't have it. It's called uh, the New Guide to Cigars. It's uh, mostly a bunch of different brand information, which is pretty cool. But yeah, I enjoyed it. It's got some info about some countries, some info about some brands. It's pretty pimp. Uh, one of the things that I love, actually, this is going to sound totally dorky, is there's a lot of different books that have brand information, and it's just fascinating to look how it changes year over year. Right, you go back 10 years, it's a certain list of brands. You go back 20 years, it's a certain list of brands. They're all fucking different. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I enjoy that. It's nerdy. Yeah, that's cool. <clears throat> so like, here's the hot shit. Nicaragua's not doing anything. And now you're like, Nicaragua's doing everything. Mm-hmm. Right. You can see the Excuse trends. Me. Nicaragua had civil unrest. They're shut down. It's right. a revolution. Right, could be. Could totally be. So I, what, pick pick a year in the in the 1900s. I'll grab the closest book I got to that. And we'll read a, a quick passage. Do uh, do 1920. 1920. I think this one's close to that. <laughs> 1923. Tobacco and mental efficiency. This one's a pretty good one. Uh, this this book is about. They did experiments to see if tobacco would change like. It would change your ability to do things like arithmetic and simple tasks. Uh, and these are fascinating because it's before anybody really d- deeply knew that tobacco is a bad thing. Is it, though? For your health. Is it? Is it? Tobacco is a bad thing for your health. That is a proven fact. Whether cigar uh, tobacco is actually as bad as cigarette that. tobacco is its own question. Yeah, I don't know, Kyle. I mean, the Surgeon General's report in 1964 conclusively <laughs> proved that it is a horrible thing for human health. I'm not buying it. I don't trust okay. that. <laughs> cool. I like um, that are like they give people shrooms <clears throat> and then tell them to do things. That's awesome. Mm. <laughs> Uh, so here you go. Here's your here's your passage for the day. Uh, the laboratory tests yield no answer to the question: Does tobacco strengthen or does it weaken creative ability? For our purpose, we re- we may regard creative ability as the most dynamic and aggressive of the intellectual functions. The testimonies of men and women of distinction, and particularly of employers of men, are conflicting in respect to this matter. Literary people who are smokers say that tobacco facilitates creative activities, while some of the scientific and engineering authors say that tobacco dulls creative ability. The head of a great advertising agency claims that every man in his organization of first-rate ability is a non-smoker. An eminent biological scientist says that most of the scientific men who are leading in research use tobacco, while an equally eminent biological scientist gives exactly the opposite testimony. We cannot (laughs) secure conclusive evidence, blah, 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 blah. 
Sounds like a bunch of horse shit. Well, (laughs) (laughs) it's a hell of a way to end this. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, You asked for it. Some of the best things get done while smoking cigars. Exactly. But they weren't talking cigars. They were talking back then probably cigarettes. Yeah. Probably cigarettes and pipes, yeah. Right, yeah. So it's like back then, and I mean, if you ever watch an episode of like Mad Men or whatever, it's like everyone in no matter what size room was smoking mm-hmm. and a cigarette and you know so it's it's a it's not the same yeah the 1920s was just after the big turn towards cigarettes cigars were just declining in the early 1900s and late 1800s it was almost all cigars i'll say this man like there are certain places, and listen, I obviously I love smoking cigars. I'd smoke cigars all the time if I could, but like I don't. When they outlawed smoking on planes, like that makes sense to me. Restaurants, I'm sorry, that makes sense to me. I don't want to be eating my food and tasting someone's fucking cigarettes because I think what we have to remember is that most people don't smoke cigars. So if they're allowing smoking in a venue or, like, an airplane, for example, it's going to be cigarette smoke, right? Like, when people talk about going to Miami airport, oh, man, go have a cigar to TGI Fridays. Are you fucking nuts? I can't (laughs) breathe in that fucking thing. That's not cool. That's fucking suicide. (laughs) Back when you could say smoking or non-smoking, and the difference was a tiny little plastic like divider that didn't do anything. Oh my god! <laughs> what a joke. There's zero chance you could possibly enjoy a cigar in that environment. Literally, it smells like you walked into a fucking cigarette ashtray. And you don't like that? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> What else we got this week? Anything? Going once? You didn't have anything last time you said that. Going <laughs> twice. Oh, I need it. Listen, I oh, need some show ideas. <laughs> you guys got any good shows? There it is. <laughs> I was waiting for that Lord of the Rings ending from Mo. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any good and shows? This is mostly directed to Drew and, and Danny with all due respect. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been going through uh, the uh, horror movies lately. So not TV shows, but uh, trying to find scary movies. Are you a horror fan? No. Not a horror fan, but a horror fan. No, no. No, I'm a fan of both. I'm a fan of Something, uh, something about a good scare. Yeah, the Netflix has a new one, uh, The Haunting, uh, which is like a, a series. Is pretty dope. Yeah, that was good. What's that about? Uh, Being haunted. Yeah, it, there's a, a nanny that gets a job to take care of these two kids and. It just gets weird, and, and then it gets pretty. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty good. Um, there was this. There's <laughs> this one awesome. on H. There's this one on HBO called The Vow, um, uh-huh. because I was I was brought up in a cultish religion, um, 
the it was when I read it when I read it and I actually seen some of it about it. It was about the Nexium uh, organization that that was out a couple of years ago, or all this kind of all this shit kind of came out a couple of years ago, um, where it, it it looked like it was. I guess it was really about like an entrepreneurial like. Uh, CEO or actors or whatever, just trying to like better their lives in the business world, whatever, but kind of turned out, then it turned into like a sex cult for like certain women in it. And it was just really weird. And uh, so that was actually pretty interesting. Uh, thing that I remember seeing bits of it on, on the news or, or whatever, but I never, I didn't really know the full story and that they get full deep. It's really weird. Just like the last dance with, with the bulls, they re- they decided to film a documentary, or they decided to like document everything on video and, and recordings and stuff to create like a documentary later on. Well, the guy <laughs> making the documentary ended up being one of the guys that like left and and was a whistleblower, so he had uh, all yeah. the footage. So they used that. Right. Uh, and oh, what's what's the the lady? I think she's out of Oklahoma. The the lady that was killed by her husband. The husband killed her and the two kids, and like Car- he just did it. Carol Baskin. No, no oh, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't Oklahoma. It was, uh, Colorado. Fuck, was the name of that one? Yeah, close enough. Yeah, he he. Um, all of a sudden, his wife and two kids went missing, and they're investigating. They had no proof, whatever. And then all of a sudden, he, he ends up confessing that he killed a wife in the house, took the kids with him to bury the bury the mom and then strangled his two little daughters threw them in an oil thing because he worked for an oil company and and then just like went back home like nothing why weird yeah well because he had a he had a girl on the side and and he never really gets into why he really does but um you know they were just thinking that he was just kind of done with his wife and thought he had to kill her to be able to have the new chick, and the new chick's like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "Like I, <laughs> you know." She's like, "Yeah, we're, you know, we're, uh, you're cheating on your wife with me. That's all cool, but, you know, you don't have to kill her. Like we're not gonna be together like that, you know." Because she was just immediately out of it. Uh, and, and but the thing is, it was weird because the the wife like documented their life on Facebook a lot, and he was he seemed to be like a really good dad. And and loved it, but like little kid, I'm like you motherfucker. Well, now I don't have to watch it. Thanks for like, thanks for that. Um, <laughs> you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds like I got it down. Uh, anything maybe a little lighter, perhaps? <laughs> no, no, there's nothing out there light. Oh yeah, Burke Kreischer has a new uh, a new series on Netflix. Where he just like goes into a cabin in the woods and invites like all his comedian friends. Oh and yeah. They, just re- they record what yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah, a couple of them are stupid, but the the first few are really good. Speaking of, uh, I just watched The Gentleman with Matthew McConaughey and Colin Farrell and just watched it. Do you know that movie? Fuck, bro, I've seen it like five times. I love that movie. That's I went a to great the movies movie. too. So oh, that yeah. what's interesting is it starts out kind of. It, Okay, all of these Guy Ritchie movies make you really watch to the end until it really makes sense. But man, that last half hour of that movie was fucking fantastic. Yeah. I mean, but what I bring it up is again another movie where cigar smoking is 
open and awesome. Yeah. And so I was happy to see that. But I don't know. We'll see. Jeez. You just saw it. Go, Louie. Anyway. What else you got, Mo? I mean, this is like trying to fucking pull teeth with you guys, so I don't know. I think it'll... I don't know. I just gave you a whole description of a fucking show I watched, and you gave me a, a shit no. You, 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 you didn't give us you didn't give us a description. You just told me everything about the show. I didn't even need to watch no, it. No, there's there's so much. No, there's so much more that happens. They interview the neighbors, and friends, and parents, and the trial. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, you go into the fucking thing knowing it's the the husband because it's I didn't. There. I do now. When you watch the preview. Uh, Anyway. I, I still recommend the Great British Baking Show. <laughs> Mo, <laughs> that is lighter. <laughs> yeah, it's light. <laughs> that's true. It might make you heavier. It might. You start baking. Baking with Mo. You'll have mm-hmm. your own YouTube channel. Yeah. You'll be, sm- with Mo. You'll be smoking a cigar in the kitchen, baking shit. I'm going to add a little ash to this recipe. <laughs> a little garnish. <laughs> oh, shit. Ash used to be used to keep teeth white. <laughs> <laughs> Urine. <laughs> What? I guess, the, I guess so did urine. I guess did it really? Also has, yeah, you can look it up. I, I think it's the ammonia. So in, should... in, to, in tobacco and in mm. piss. Yeah. I'll piss into my ashtray and drink it down. No, you don't have to drink it, you freak. You spit it out. <laughs> you just gargle. You just, you just yeah, swish. <laughs> you got to swallow. <laughs> All right, next week. Yeah. Next week, guys. <laughs> All right. You guys have a good one. Too. See ya. See you guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, um, email the Sons of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks. <laughs>